Welcome to All Things with Jen Oshman, where we look at events and trends through a Christian lens. All things were created through Jesus and for Jesus, so we're seeking to apply His Word to what's happening here and now. It's July 4th as I record this, and we are celebrating our nation's founding, our strong cultural value for freedom, our value for independence. Freedom really is central to who we are as Americans. We value it so highly. So I want to talk to you today about an issue of freedom of conscience, an issue of religious liberty. Today on All Things, I want to quickly cover the Hyde Amendment, which protects the religious liberty and freedom of conscience for millions of pro-life Americans. What is the Hyde Amendment? Well, the Hyde Amendment is a measure that bans federal funding for for abortion. This means that Medicaid funds cannot be used to pay for an abortion unless a mother's life is in danger or the pregnancy is due to rape or incest. It was named for former Representative Henry Hyde of Illinois, and it was first passed in 1976. The Hyde Amendment didn't actually take effect until 1980 after the Supreme Court ruled it to be constitutional. So during the years between Roe versus Wade and the implementation of the Hyde Amendment, federal tax dollars did fund abortion. They funded roughly 300,000 abortions annually, which amounted to roughly 25% of all abortions during that time. Let me repeat that. Before the Hyde Amendment went into effect and after Roe v. Wade, American taxpayers paid for nearly a quarter of all abortions in our nation, 300,000 a year. Well, since the enactment of the Hyde Amendment, the amendment has saved the lives of 2.25 million children. That's 60,000 babies every year. That means that since around 1980, the Hyde Amendment has saved roughly one in every 150 of our fellow Americans. So many lives have been saved by this important law. You know how divisive the abortion debate is in America. Though the debate is gaining steam and becoming even more contentious, it really always has been. But the Hyde Amendment has been a unique compromise by citizens on both sides of the debate. The Hyde Amendment basically says that because abortion is so controversial, we all agree that our federal tax dollars should not be used to fund it. As I said in my introduction, the Hyde Amendment protects the religious liberty and the freedom of conscience for millions of pro-life Americans. It basically prevents you and me from having our tax dollars spent on abortion. It prevents the money that I have earned or the money that you have earned from going towards snuffing out the life of the unborn. It keeps us from being complicit in murder. If the Hyde Amendment were to be repealed, that would no longer be true, and the blood of unborn babies would be on the hands of every American taxpayer. I'm talking about the Hyde Amendment today because it's at risk. It first became at risk in 2016 when Hillary Clinton called for its repeal. In the same year, the Democratic Party added repealing the Hyde Amendment to its platform. And currently, all the Democratic presidential candidates are calling for the repeal of Hyde. Now, I'm not making a statement about the status of either political party. The stance that the Democrats have in repealing Hyde, I think, is indeed extreme. It's a far cry from their prior standard of safe, legal, and rare. I think it's murderous, and I think it's wrong. However, the Republican Party has had myriad opportunities to prove itself pro-life over the last several years, and they have fallen woefully short as well. So don't hear me making a political statement here about either party. What I am saying unequivocally, though, is that the Hyde Amendment has endured for over 40 years, and it's essential for freedom of consciousness and religious liberty in our nation. 
As the abortion debate heats up, we're seeing politicians on both sides of the issue work hard to gain traction. So far in 2019, nine states have passed laws to restrict abortion. Pro-lifers or abortion opponents hope that the passage of these laws will actually lead to legal battles, ultimately requiring the Supreme Court, which now has a conservative majority, to reconsider the Roe v. Wade decision. And abortion rights proponents know that Roe v. Wade is at risk, and they are therefore on the offensive too. For example, we saw the Reproductive Health Act enacted in New York in January, ensuring that women may choose abortion at any time during a pregnancy and for any reason. And there is even now a new law on the books in New York City that will allow the city to fund abortions sought out by women who come into the city for abortions from other states where abortion is restricted. We are absolutely in the midst of a culture war. Both abortion proponents and abortion opponents are upping the ante. So why is the Hyde Amendment under attack now more than ever? Well, it was brought back into the headlines last month during the Democratic presidential debates. Former Vice President and now President presidential candidate Joe Biden has historically been opposed to abortion. His views there have evolved, but he has remained in favor of the Hyde Amendment, acknowledging that it is unfair for pro-life Americans to pay for abortion. But... Caving to intense pressure, Biden is now in favor of repealing Hyde. Pro-abortionists claim that abortion is health care. It's unthinkable that eliminating a life would be considered health care, but that is how it is framed now. And because health care is paid for by Medicaid for low-income families, they say Medicaid must be allowed to pay for abortions. Additionally, because Medicaid is for low-income families, and because women of color are disproportionately covered by Medicaid, the Hyde Amendment actually uh, prevents low-income women and women of color especially from pursuing abortion. So those who want Hyde repealed view it as classist and racist, and they want abortion to be available to all women all the time at the expense of the government. But those who want Hyde to remain, of course, like myself, see the hundreds of thousands of lives that would be lost, lives of babies belonging to poor mothers, lives of babies belonging to mothers of color, no less, that would be snuffed out with your tax dollars and mine. Pro-lifers like myself see abortion itself as racist, classist, sexist, inhumane. And we want to protect the unborn, including the unborn poor, the unborn African-American, the unborn Latino. We've got a significant fight ahead of us this year and next. Planned Parenthood, NARAL, and the abortion industry are backing this movement. They are backing politicians and legislation, and they are bullies with significant funding. But here's what's true. Most Americans favor the Hyde Amendment. The percentage of Americans who think abortion should be available at any time during pregnancy for any reason is a small minority. Only about 13% of Americans feel that way. And 75%, by far, most Americans, 75% of Americans support some restrictions on abortion and oppose federal funding. That's 75% of us. You'd think from the noise caused by the abortion industry and its backers that we're in the minority, but we are not. So on this July 4th, I'm simply asking you to be awake and aware and ready. Know, that the Hyde, know what the Hyde Amendment is. Know why it's imperative that it remains intact. Know that it is a balanced and fair way to prevent pro-lifers from being complicit in murder. In the coming year, let's you and me defend it. Let's defend the 60,000 babies that will be spared if Hyde remains in place. For the sake of the unborn, let's remain vigilant. We must contact our legislatures accordingly. Repealing Hyde would be to repeal freedom of consciousness and freedom of religion. But not only that, repealing Hyde would end precious lives. 
Rather than seeking to fund abortion, let's seek to fund ways to help moms deliver their babies and to provide for them. Let's put pressure on our politicians to spend federal tax dollars on saving lives, not ending lives. I look forward to chatting with you again in two weeks. Next week, I'll be off on a trip with my mom and my daughter. Be sure to leave a rating and a review for all things on iTunes. And don't hesitate to let me know if there is a subject you would like me to cover. I love suggestions. Thanks for listening to All Things with Jen Oshman, where we look at events and trends through a Christian lens. All things were created through Jesus and for Jesus. So we're seeking to apply his word to what's happening here and now.